hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. Online about technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 142.2, the second edition here from Las Vegas, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. My name, Trevor Long, joining me each and every day, uh, Stephen Frenick from Fennick from TechGuide.com.au. G'day, mate. How are you, Trevor? Yeah, seeing you every day, mate. That's something I'm not used to, but anyway, we're, we're, but you're it's, it's all it. good, mate. Yeah, it's all good. You're having a good time. Um, we're here thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au, uh, bringing you Two Blokes Talking Tech each and every week, and we'll tell you more about their products shortly. So it is day one now. Uh, I lose track, but we we recorded on day minus one, the last show. Uh, Press day is day zero. That was yesterday. So today's Tuesday. Yesterday was Monday. That's press day, just to get my head around it and for everyone listening. Um, And press day is just event after event. It's basically an hour hour allocation. And as I saw someone say, it's actually the best press conference you'll ever go to because you know it has to end. The Absolutely. slots, they have one-hour slots. It's actually 45-minute slots so that you've people, got a chance to get to the next people one. People will walk out if you, yeah. if you look like you're going over. But just to give people the idea of the size of this event, mm. uh, like the LG event, for example, started at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yep. Uh, people were queuing up to get into the event at 7 o'clock in the morning. People with credentials, yes. authorised Samsung's press, press conference was at up. 2. The, the line began and was quite long at 1 p.m. So yes. a lot of people I enjoyed the attending. Samsung press conference from my hotel yes. room. Because it was streamed <laughs> on the internet. We'll talk about that shortly. But you're right. And, and, and this was all, the press day is all held at the Mandalay Bay Hotel, right. which is the south end of the Strip. Huge convention centre, all split up into a whole stack of little rooms. Every company gets a room. Not so little room. They're massive yeah, rooms. Well, yeah, well, exactly. Um, every company gets a room and they fit it out. And, and off they yep. go with their with their big events, and it kicked off um, with LG. Yes, they did. Yes, uh, LG are always the traditional uh, number one slot on press day, yep. eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, and uh, what we what, what they unveiled was uh, they kind of previewed it anyway before CES. Curved TVs, curved OLED. Oh, so what was announced putting before the CES, curve wasn't into? It? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and this was this year was no exception. LG tend to do that. Uh, so they they had the 77 inch OLED curved TV. They had a rather a range of other curved TVs, not non OLED, so normal mm-hmm. LED TVs, uh, 55, 65 inch. They've also got that massive 105 inch 21 Super by nine screen. Ultra HD five. K TV. It's got five thousand pixels across the screen. Um, that is, you know, it's the top top end of town in terms of. I hate to ask how much it's going to cost. Oh my lord! But uh, on top of that, though, Sam, like it was expected that LG were going to come out hard with the TVs. But mm. they also had some other interesting products, including the G Flex, the first uh, curved smartphone. Yeah, and you've had so a good that, look at that. I have. Yeah, I've uh, I've written about that on Tech Guide as well, and and, and we we played with it on uh, Wake Up this morning. Yep. You and I. Uh, and it, it well, is and kind it's of interesting the, because. It's funny, 
I feel like the only thing they didn't do here at CES was actually rebuild the convention centre in a curve because <laughs> so much curve talk, and we'll it talk is, about Samsung yes. in a minute, but from LG's point of view, to two, they've got the successful OLED TV. And I say yes, successful only because it got publicity. I don't think it sold brilliantly well. But And then they've got they've added 4K to it. They've added different sizes. They've yeah. got this 105-inch one. 105 inches, by the way, 226 centimetres. That's ridiculous. That's a big TV, but... Um, I think people are starting to get the message, though. I think ultra-high definition and 4K is another big theme here, mm. and people are starting to get the message. Uh, my info back home in Australia is that people are starting to... It's, the market's picking up in mm. UHD. Or people are either saving their money to buy it or they've realised, well, you know what, we want the best, we're going to buy the best. Mm. So sales figures have picked up towards the end of the year. The, the theme was pushed here as well. LG announcing content deals with Netflix so you can yep. stream 4K. That's a problem. Content is a Content's problem. Content's the biggest problem. But Samsung also had a similar thing which you'll talk about in a minute but yeah. LG also apart from the smartphones and the uh, the TVs they also had a very interesting uh, story to tell with their appliances so they've got a very strong oh, range you of call appliances it interesting. I call it whimsical well, no, I, th- I think though this year they're, they're like you've got to remember in Australia LG uh, one or near number one in dishwashers fridges uh, washing machines, things like that. A lot of people that may be listening to this podcast don't realise. No, absolutely. And what they've done is they've brought that into the same circle of connectivity as your TVs, your tablets, smartphones, and they've introduced this new feature called Home Chat, which is basically <laughs> a way you can message your appliance. Using, a, using an app called Line, which is very yes. popular in Korea. Uh, in, in the kind of Asian nations, it's a it's a it's a WhatsApp kind of yeah, you know internet messaging, and you, you can you can text message your house. Yes, you can text message the fridge. We had a, I had a demo on the stand because LG brought me full disclosure. LG brought me to CES. They they uh, they sponsored me over here this year, and I had a, did a booth tour this morning, and that was one of the first places I saw. And the young girl was demoing. You know, she said hello fridge, and the fridge replied saying, "Oh, thank you for responding. What do you want to do? This is these are my temperatures." <laughs> are you free for dinner? It was a little bit flirty, though, I think, the fridge. Right. And then she said... How'd you get on with the washing machine? Yeah, well, the washing machine and the oven were a little bit insecure, thinking, oh, so glad you contacted me. They were, they were like they were feeling left out, you know? Oh, and fair enough. So the, well, I think they they've got their own sort of personalities. But you think that the fridge, you can look up a recipe, get sent... A shopping list of, of, of the ingredients you need for that dish or um, if you want to... Wouldn't you just Google that, though? Well, you could, but it's, it's kind of not as cool. I think that this, that this information is at your fingertips at the fridge. You can, you can chronicle what's in the... You know, catalogue what's in the fridge. You know if you run out of milk, that sort of stuff. But to be clear, you've got to sit it's, down and type gotta, in everything. Yeah, there's no barcode When, when you whack, yet, when you yeah, whack yeah, a, yeah. A, a bottle of milk in the fridge, but you've like, got to bark and You can tell the home bot, the vacuum cleaner, to start stop cleaning I've or just start been cleaning. stabbed by a staple here in the uh, Your oh, Tech no, Life 2 well, Blokes Talking Tech Studio. Compo claim. Fair income. But, yeah, so that appliance store is very interesting. So the oven can tell you that the roast is done, the washing machine can be programmed to work in the middle of the night instead of... If you text your fridge and say, I've had a rough day, I'm heading home, <laughs> it'll say to you, you should buy some beers because you've run out. I mean, that's the kind of, it's the kind well, of human logic that they'll way, put behind it's it. It's getting yeah. that way. Um, the, the, the other thing that LG did was um, uh, was interesting, was just the, the, the connectivity thing is true, but haven't we been talking about that for a while? I mean, I guess, I just get the feeling that we talk every year about the yeah. kind of full well, connected smart home. It's coming to the fore because the smartphone is everywhere. Yeah. Like, they were talking about this three, four years it, ago. It's, it's like and we're it was, catching up to LG now. That's right. Yeah. I think that the general population 
have now accepted that there are more people using smartphones than not using smartphones yeah. now. So I think this is now, we've hit the sweet spot. Before, with, before we move uh, on to other companies, um, WebOS was the other thing that yes. LG put into their TVs. WebOS, an operating system um, that, that didn't quite make it in the tablet world, but gee whiz, it looks nice on the TV. Because I've been banging on about this for a couple of years. Smart TVs are fantastic, yeah. but they're bloody ugly. The interfaces might be redesigned, but they're still not perfect. And this... This is a good-looking interface. And, and not just that, though. The, the stats they showed was that 53% of people who buy a smart TV don't connect it to the internet. It's yeah. too hard. It's yeah. too complicated. Yeah. With WebOS, there's a little character called Beanbird that takes you through the steps, and it's a very... Like, my parents could set this up. Like yeah. the, it, It's a step-by-step thing to connect it to the internet, get your remotes program connected, everything happening, all your content mm. sorted, step by step. So they've made a really beautiful interface, very, very intuitive, very easy to use. Yep. So I think that's really something to look forward to this year. All right, WebOS and, and more from LG and a lot of that uh, at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, I'd like to say that Samsung's press conference brought us a lot of uh, great new gadgets, but really, the, the, we're not talking about much about the gadgets. Um, yes. We'll talk about those in a minute, but the, the, the best part about the Samsung press <laughs> conference, which the Samsung people hate us for talking about, is their, uh, their special guests. They, um, they've, again, they've got the curved screens. You know, they're talking about content because, you know, movies are so beautiful on a curved ultra screen TV. HD, yeah. uh, they put Ultra HD in the curved screen. Them and LG amazingly have both have the fir- world's first largest body curved screen ultra high definition TV. But they brought out the, the director of Transformers, Michael, Michael Bay. Michael Bay, yes. A lovely chap, he seems. And, uh, you know, standing up there having a bit of a one-on-one with some other dude from Samsung. And then uh, he's chatting away and he kind of loses his step a bit. And you think, what's going on here? And you... For those of us in the media and go to these things, you realise the, the auto cues stopped working. Right? Yes. He, he, no, this is all scripted. He to, never to had a script. Life. He couldn't work without a script. The script ended, <laughs> and he's so the bloke from Samsung's gone. Oh, look, we'll just we'll just keep going. What about here. the curve? What do you think <laughs> of the curve? And he just turns around and goes, "I can't do it." And he walked off stage. Yeah, I know that was it. Was like I've got to oh. say, look, every single like so many people are reporting this story, and we're talking about it now. Like, we're talking it, about it on, the, on wake it, up this morning. It's not a good look. It, you know, it, it's it just. I think someone. Someone, let's just say from a rival company, uh, commented on the fact that you, you just can't buying celebrity support doesn't, doesn't always work. Yeah, yeah. Um, Look, he, what he needs to do, my advice to Michael Bay, because he's a big listener to the Two Bucks Talking Tech. Yes, that's right. Um, he needs to go on like Jay Leno or Conan or something and, and take the mickey out of himself. Yeah, laugh yeah, it off, immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, anyway, so. but with Samsung, oh, I've got to be honest, um, I walked through their booth today quickly and there's some really cool stuff there which I can't talk in great detail about because I don't know, but... Um, first and foremost, but I'll tell you about a couple of them. Yep. But, but first and foremost, on the TV front, um, yeah. what, more curves. No, no, it's very simple. What Stephen just said. So everything about LG, yeah. pretty much what Samsung's yeah. doing. So a, ho- a huge range. Ditto. They went ditto. A huge range of, or L- and L- Samsung would say LG went ditto. So you know it's back yeah, and forward. Right. But true, true. Samsung have a, a large range in different sizes of curved uh, TVs. They look beautiful. They're ultra high definition. Uh, it, it is a great look. It's all, all yeah. going to be about pricing, though, and availability in Absolutely. Australia. And design, I think, is another key issue, too. Like the People buy TVs not just on the picture quality, but how good it looks. Yeah. And I think that, that man, bezels are getting almost invisible, and, and they're yeah. thin, and, and they look beautiful. I think that's another, that's another battleground for these companies. So but, I'll tell you the yeah. thing that I want you to look for at the Samsung booth tour, and I want you to report back in great detail here on Two Blokes <laughs> Talking Tech. <laughs> Home, is, homework. No, homework for Stephen Finnegan. Yes, I'm the, I'm the principal. Um, is the, the tap and go cameras. Yeah. So 
almost every Samsung camera I saw, I'm talking digital cameras here, now has this tap-and-go NFC built into it so that if you've got a Samsung mobile phone, you tap it to your camera and it'll transfer the photos over. Mm-hmm. Because you think about I mean, I'll show you. I've got the iFi going on with the um, with, with my camera transferring it from the SD card. Yeah. You've got the Galaxy camera, which has Android and, and yeah. a SIM card in it. But what about your basic digital camera, right? Basic, cheap digital camera that, you know, you've got the photos there. How do you get them out? So it's releasing the photos from the camera via your mobile phone. You tap it to the, to the so camera. So tap it, NFC, and, it and, just transfers and, and it transfers the photos So rather than have to pull out a memory card exactly. straight in, that's, that's again, smart. This because is how many smart times stuff. have you wanted to, I know you mentioned iPhone, how many times have you wanted a better quality photo than the one oh, your yeah. phone can take? Although Mate, phones take good photos I, now. The phones do take good photos, but what's amazing to me is I, I've got my Canon DSLR here. Old thing, nothing amazing. And every time I take a photo on it, I feel, oh, it's such a better photo. You know, I, I, at the Huawei event yes, um, yesterday, we should Huawei, mention yep. quickly, yes. Huawei uh, announced a big um, Ascend, uh, the Ascend Mate, Mate 2, 2 with a two-day battery life. You can yeah. read, read about that at Tech Guide. But yep. I, I stood in the, in the room and I took a photo of it with the DSLR and I took it back to the hotel room and I compared it to the photo I took on my camera. And it's the depth of field. It's the DSLR the or your phone, stuff. did you say? Both. I took oh, okay. one on both. Okay. And it's always the DSLR that looks better. Of it's course. always the property It's got a much better lens. Looks better. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and if you have this tap and go, I think that's really that's a really cool use of tech yeah. that Samsung's got there going. So um, I think that we should mention on Samsung the um, the pro size tablets. They've gone twelve point two inches, big Crazy. tablet. Well, I don't think I, mean, I think it's a terrific idea because it's eventually going to be. You don't need a laptop. You just yeah. buy this one device, yeah. and that's why it's moving. I think um, having that larger screen will appeal to so a lot of people. Basically, because because the processor power, the the ability for tablets to do so much is surpassing PCs. The post PC area, as Apple put it, um, we're, we're getting to a point where a 12-inch tablet, you know, it's not not much bigger than the the, the screen here of the MacBook Air that I've got. Um, all I need is a Bluetooth keyboard, and I do have and you're uh, up and everything running. I need. Because you know what, on the, on that front alone, like you know, bigger bigger is better for Samsung because bigger screens, um, smartphones, LG doing the same thing. Rumors are Apple may be doing it next year. The other rumor is, well, I'll, I'll give you another rumor then that iPad. They're talking 12.9 inches. Will be called the iPad Pro. Won't happen. iPad Air. We, we discussed this. I'd like to look for I'm all our record. listeners. I'm, well, I know I'm on the record again that Apple. I will believe have it's a our last device. show last year, and, and this show today they won't there go will bigger. be. But anyway, but on Samsung's front, <laughs> I think it's a good move for them because they've got a, the Tab Pro and the Note Pro. The Note Pro you can write on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think of someone who wants to write on a larger scale. The 10-inch Note, which I reviewed on Tech Guide last week, the latest one, that's big enough. But there are some people who want to do large drawings and do things yep. you know, bigger. I think and, you know, like for educational purposes too, I think that's also a handy yep. application. I, so, I uh, agree. All right. Tablets. Um, Samsung kicking it out of the ballpark in a few areas. <laughs> Well, Sony, uh, as they traditionally do on press day, have the very last uh, press conference, but right here at the show. Yeah, they, they bring people to they the show. They have shuttle buses on hand and bring people to their stand here at the convention centre. Um, Mainly because their stand is just beautiful. It is. It's it's always, it always is. And it's always in the same amazing. back corner down the bottom yeah. there. Yeah. And um, once again, you know, it, it was interesting. I think, though, didn't quite didn't quite offer the breadth of new innovations. Like the, uh, they're in they a had bit no, of a holding pattern, They had right? no curved TVs They're in all. a bit of a holding pattern. New boss, 
Yes, um, they are. You know, it's a bit of a change period. You know, yeah, they're, they're right. redirection there. So I think I think they've got some beautiful design. They've got mm-hmm. uh, um, what are the, what's the um, the smaller smartphone, the compact. I mean, it's not the that, Xperia it's, Z1. It's actually yeah. not that small yeah. <laughs> for, for a compact phone. But I, I think though, for Sony, they're trying to stay pure. I think mm. they 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 uh, this is Sony thinking, not me. This is probably Sony thinking. Well, the curve's a gimmick. Mm. It'll pass. They're trying to stick their their message is four K, four K for you know all day long. I think they're yeah. winning that message on four K because the oh, other absolutely thing, the other thing you should notice when you look around is different companies using the term four K now. Yes. So Hisense, uh, TCL, there's different companies now saying four yeah. K as well as well, or instead of UHD. We had this LG debate last year. And Samsung's using UHD because mainly, they don't want they're the they ones head to head. Term. Exactly. They don't want to change. But I think Sony have kind of the the skin in the game here for four K. Yeah. Oh, you know, they've got the production from from lens to lounge room. They're doing it, and I think that was their message that 4K is going to be taken to the next their level, new even content TVs. as well. Their new 4K TVs are beautiful. They've got a wedge-shaped design, yeah. beautiful chrome edge on 4K them. OLED they've got on the stand as well. They're gorgeous. They're yes, beautiful that TVs. They've got, they've got great well, examples of, of, of upscaling. Plus, the other thing you have to see on the Sony stand is, <laughs> it's just a, a handycam, but they've got a demonstration of a handycam with built-in, um, like, Steadicam. Steadicam, yeah. It's unbelievable. That's the action cam, is it, or just the No, handicam? no, it's just a handycam okay. with this thing they call Steady something or other. No. I've got it on the website, but awesome. they've got two cameras side by side shaking, and one of them's got the funk feature on and one, one off. It's yeah. unbelievable. Really good, yeah. And when you, so this is the stuff that we're getting at a consumer level now that even production houses were only getting a few years ago. So I think Sony, though, they're they're well, they're they're, steady, they're sort of steadying the course. I think yeah. they they've got some really cool products. Look, if you're a real picture quality aficionado, you're a real cinephile. 4K all day. I think then Sony will be up the top, near the top of your list. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're continuing ahead with Xperia. Yeah. Uh, but I think the 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 company, is, like you said, in a bit of a holding pattern with Casarise, a new boss. But I think though, uh, I heard that they've held a few things back, especially in the mobile space, mm. because they want to use them for Mobile World Congress. So expect more in mobile sure. next month. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. All right, the other quick couple of quick ones I saw from Presto, Hisense and Epson. Now, Hisense um, actually had a good turnout at their, at their event, um, and they, they, they were, it was interesting. They didn't really dwell on it, but they said they're going to have OLED, they're going to have curves. They, they, they showed that on the screen. They spent all their time talking about the software. They've launched full into Android. It's a full Android um, operating yeah. system they've built, and it's cool, fully customised. It have is. they already had that, or is that new? No, that's this is new. new, very new. Yeah, um, I think Kogan had an Android TV oh, last it's, year. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's like taking a phone and putting it on a, on a TV. It's pretty yeah, ugly. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, Roslyn wouldn't mind me saying that. And we'll still go to his party on Thursday night, aren't we? You're not going to blow our invitation, are you, Trev? Probably, yeah. <laughs> but, so Hisense have fully customised the yeah. Android operating system because Google TV's dead, right? Google's putting all their all their eggs now in the Android TV basket by giving um, providers like Hisense the ability to fully customise. Yeah. I didn't it's know that gorgeous, Google TV mate. was dead, so it's just well, not, no one's taking it up. As, it's as, not as, not a headline, mate. It's just you won't you won't be able to buy yeah, a Google TV anymore because okay. they realise that they don't need the product; they need the operating system. Yeah, sure. So the strategy is they'll supply the operating system to 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 um, so we don't sing to ding, top ding box dong manufacturers and whatever. Yeah, ding dong, Google TV's dead. Oh, no, I'm happy song? to sing that. Okay. Absolutely, I'll let you lead us um, off, mate. So Hisense's new operating system, uh, uh, to yeah. be honest, beautiful, okay. really nice stuff. Yeah. The only catch: not coming to Australia. 
Oh. Australia's getting the um, the lesser known cousin of this new operating system, so it, it'll be okay. What's that called? Google TV. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I can't remember the name of the Hisense um, operating system. Yeah, right. it's, it's called Vivid or something like but that. Hisense also had a 4K TV already Correct. in Australia, haven't they? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. So, and you know what? It's got an ugly operating system on it. So yeah. That's why if you make that better, it's good. The other one was Epson. You yep. remember the Mavario yes. glasses things we looked at? Big bulky bastards of things. They've released <laughs> new ones called the BT 200s. Yep. They're very good. They're, they're, they're much lighter, much thinner. They're still Okay. Big bulky offering things. you the same experience. Same experience, little little controller, very much much easier to use, a good nice. screen, and very clearly not aimed at glass holes, right? Aimed at people <laughs> who want a game, you know. So you've got augmented reality games, or the example they gave was imagine rebuilding an engine in a car. Okay, so I can't imagine doing that, but yeah. imagine doing it, and and you have an augmented reality. Um, it shows yeah. you how it shows should be. Shows you where the parts should go and everything. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, if you're putting furniture together or something like that, that'd and, be a handy way to do and it. And while we're talking glass holes, which is the... Yes, for, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, <laughs> this is a term that there are... I have not noticed more people in one place wearing Google oh, Glass. Was, that's exactly what I was going to say. And glass holes is the term that, that a lot of people are given, these geeks who are walking around thinking they're looking like uh, looking pretty cool, but actually oh, looking a little bit silly. Our, our mate uh, Luke from uh, Gizmodo calls it, um, calls it a face, face computer. computer. And, uh, and it's... Mate, honestly, there's like... There's at least 15 people walking around here with them on. 15? And, and oh, the rest? Mate, I've seen hundreds of well, people I'm, t- I'm talking about not repeat, repeat okay. sightings. It has confirmed for me that you look ridiculous. Absolutely yeah, they're ridiculous. Not, they're, not very, they're not as subtle. I've, I've tried, you've tried them, haven't you? Yeah, I've, I've tried them. And they don't look as subtle as they should. They're, they're not subtle. They're, they're, you, you look at someone and what's that on your face? Miles. It's a decade yeah. off being mainstream. Yeah, I wouldn't say a decade. I'd say a few years. But yeah. um, I think for, for those people that are using them, They'll, yeah, they rave about them, and, and it, yeah. it is in concept. It is a terrific Mate, idea. The best, the best thing I saw, and I put a photo on Instagram of it, was a bloke wearing the photo <laughs> with a, with a camera. Yeah. He's taking a photo with a camera, and I'm like, "Mate, you've got Google Glass. Just say OK Glass, take photos." <laughs> so anyway, good luck yeah. to him. Two blokes <laughs> talking tech. And we're here uh, every week and every day, thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au, and there's lots of home networking here at CES, and it's all about connectivity. So if you've got connectivity in your world, and the average household must have 10 devices by now, um, when you want those devices connecting with each other... office 10 devices. Yeah, don't want, I don't want to name any I've got. Um, you need a good home network, and Netgear offers that with their wireless AC range of routers, plus their wireless range extenders. So if there's a dead spot in your house... Check out a wireless range extender from Netgear and we'll tell you more about them later in the week after we've seen what they've got in store for 2014. And you can check it out at netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. So we're day one. <laughs> we catch up to today, basically. So day one, we're actually at the convention centre now. The convention centre is ridiculously large. It'd have to be 50 times the size of the Sydney Convention Centre. Oh, it's 40 football fields worth of, worth of floor space. Um, we actually are allowed now into the show where there's three and a half thousand exhibitors, twenty or thirty thousand products, a lot of walking around. I guess the big question is what, what have we seen? What's out there? Right for the next couple of minutes, and then for the next few days, the shows we talk, we're just going to yes. throw out throw just products product at people. So yes, um, what, kick it off. What, what have you got? What have you got happening? Because you've got something on your wrist that yes, uh, no, not many other people in the world have. It is the new LG Life Band, which is their new their first foray into this fitness market, which is a big theme here at the show. Uh, it's a Life Band Touch. So what it is, it's a wireless activity tracker, 
that, uh, and I just got a little email on. on Said you've walked too much. The message on my uh, my device. Uh, yeah, it's a, a fitness tracker that works with your smartphone, sort of giving you real time information. A little bit like the Jawbone Up Twenty Four, which uh, you are currently sporting on your Love wrist. It. There, a black one too. I noticed. Mm. Very well done. But um, also on their range of fitness products is a, a new device called the Heart Rate headphones. And they, the description of the product is exactly what it does. You wear them as headphones. Right. The part that's inside your ear measures the inner ear blood flow. What? Which relates then is your heart rate. So rather yeah, you're wearing one of those stupid heart rate monitors around stupid. your chest when you're running yeah. and wirelessly transmitting to your watch or whatever, the heart rate headphones, well, you're going to wear headphones anyway. I run with headphones anyway. So do so I. So it's taking them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> you are. So you, you've got your music and it's taking your heart rate at the same time, talking to the life band touch, and then all coming back to your smartphone. So oh. you're getting all this real-time information. Hey, are those, would, would they compatible with anything else? Like, uh, yeah, they, like work, they work with iOS. They work with, uh, no, the, the devices talk to themselves, but also to other right. apps. So it doesn't, it's not necessarily just uh, an Android so like app. A, It'll work with iOS as well. But it won't work like with, a, I don't know, a Nike Plus or something else. That I'm not like sure. Like a RunKeeper. I wonder, that'd be interesting. Yeah, that, then, no, actually, no, it will. Sorry, yes, it will. Uh, the, the band will work with RunKeeper, MyFitnessPal, the popular, yes, the popular the apps. Yes, it will. Good point. All right, check it out. And uh, Stephen will have uh, information on those at techguide.com.au. One I liked um, and I saw and I've written about at EFTM was the Polaroid uh, social camera. It's a pretty crazy little idea, but, you know, Polaroid, you think it's dead, but, um, but they're still around. It is actually not. The, well, no, uh, well, well, my daughter, she uses um, a similar product, the Fujifilm version. So yeah, right. the Polaroid camera is, is sort of the generic term for all the, the you know, you're Correct. putting your film but in and popping out the bottom. This is actually Polaroid This brand. is Polaroid brand. They're coming this, back, mate. They're this, making a comeback. Mate, Polaroid social matic, right? It's a square camera. It actually looks like the Instagram logo. I can't, yeah. I can't see a lawsuit. That'll suck a few people can't in. Can't see a, a lawsuit from Facebook <laughs> coming on there. Anyway, <laughs> it, it not only does the instant printing of a two-by-three-inch um, uh, photo. So yeah. you take a photo, you print it. Easy, yeah. great, as a Polaroid does. But it's also got Android, 4 gig of internal storage, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, so you could actually Instagram a photo, right, yeah. and print it and out at the same it. time. It's a great idea. That Well, that, that's, like I said, that, that's a real popular, like my daughter, she's in her teens, and yeah. a lot of her friends are doing the same thing. They want an actual photo to hold. Because you yeah, think yeah. of the way that this generation take <laughs> photos, it's all on their phones. Yeah, they can't touch the photo. It's, You're right. it's, it's, it's just a file. I must now have my it's kids coming to back. The physical photo. It's a good idea. Yes. Well, you know, you think of how little we print out our photos. Oh, it's ridiculous. This makes you do it. All right. Very good. So, Polaroid Social Matic. I've written about that at eftm.com.au. Yeah, I bumped into uh, a friend who uh, is a, actually a South sponsor. Alcatel One Touch is a South sponsor. So I, I saw them here. that you made yes. a beeline for that Well, bloke. no, no. I actually, before we were doing our wake-up cross, they're, they're part of TCL. Right the so way, they yeah. were right across from us. And um, I was talking to my good mate, Sam Skontos, who's the boss in Australia of uh, Alcatel One Touch. And he showed me, actually, a very interesting range of their devices, tablets and smartphones. They're right. all Android. And just like TCL is kind of the budget brand for TVs, yep. you know, high-quality, quality budget. affordable price. Yep. He showed me their tablet range and their uh, smartphone range that are amazing quality that offer, that in your hand look as good as a Galaxy S4 HTC One. Screen size is just as big with some pretty cool features, quad-core, eight-core processors. For three hundred and fifty bucks, unbelievable. So, like, really worth it. If you, I recommend you head over there and have yeah, a look at them. These devices are really—you can tell the quality in your hand—and they're just offering people that who maybe don't want to get in a plan. They want to buy an, a Maysim or 
you know, boost yeah. mobile that that there is a div- quality device that you can use and with these uh, perch- these yeah. BYO SIMs, uh, mate, that are very, very impressive. They'll be in Australia right. and very affordable prices, sold mainly through Dick Smith, yep. uh, but don't expect to pay more than $350 for the top-of-the-line device. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. All right, and last night, uh, it's funny when they say, I always thought a keynote was like the, the speech, you know, but anyway, there's like a thousand bloody <laughs> keynotes here. Um, last night's keynote was Audi, um, and the absolute big boss. Did they have of to twist Audi. your arm much to get you there, man? Yeah. Okay, oh, oh, yeah. okay I'll come. Bloke from Audi Australia sent me an email. and said, "You're coming along?" And you're like, oh, you, didn't, you didn't need to invite he me. He sent me that email, but unfortunately, I had something else on, so uh, <laughs> I was going to queue up. Um, but no, no, I went along, and um, was that uh, the Cosmopolitan? Um, yeah, unbelievable show, really, because you know, yeah. not just they brought out so they had a beautiful old car, one of the first kind of um, yeah. generation Audis from from many many years ago. Um, plus three or four beautiful new cars, including a concept car. But what they, one of the things they were talking about was pilot to drive. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of talk about self-driving, automatic car, automatic driving cars and all that kind of stuff, but this was different for me because I, I got the sense that the, the long-term, yeah, they want a car that can drive from A to B, but what Audi's working on is a button, essentially, that is pilot to drive. And think of it like autopilot on a plane, yeah. right? You're driving from um, from A to B, and you're in a traffic jam. You know you're in a traffic jam. The car knows you're in a traffic jam because it's got GPS and all those things. Yeah. Press pilot to drive. Just keeps you going along. Keeps you cruising yeah. along in traffic. So you, you can know, then keeps... turn your attention to yeah, doing you, other things. You can maybe not do other things, but you don't have to do the do the drama of basically the simple braking acceleration. Braking acceleration. Yeah. It might it might help you avoid accidents. It might help. It might do. Yeah. All, any number of things. The, the one example I like is imagine pulling up, and you know what Westfields are like these days, right? Yep. They've got those little lights that tell you where every space is. <laughs> so Westfield knows where every car park, every car space yes. is, right? Imagine you could pull up at like a valet area, but it's it's automated. You you turn the you, you get out of the car and you press pilot to drive, and it, it goes beep beep with the, and it, and it and drives it itself. Spot. It drives this itself. This is the Jetsons, mate. Mate, <laughs> it, there's no reason why that couldn't happen. Yeah, I agree. There's imagine, a lot of people though that think, well, wow, that's a bit out there, but. You know, it wasn't so long ago, like 15, 20 years ago, where electric windows were out there thinking, no, exactly. we would never get that. And let me tell down. you why I think the parking thing could happen. Because mm. all it would take is to, is, to, is, to, is to cancel out one level of a Westfield. So, so this is not yeah. available to anyone else. Yeah. Right? And you drive up and it just goes. Yeah, just Westfield. Will, I'm sure Westfield yeah, will agree to that, mate. that'll be fine. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, And, and that's the kind of thing they're working on. Well, it's on. the future, mate. The amazing the thing is they showed a picture of a car from 12 months ago. They had a, you know, a test vehicle. The boot of it was full of technology. Yeah. Now, Whole car. circuit board, yep. right? For this 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 technology called Z Bus, uh, is the size of a, a MacBook Air. Yeah, it, it handles 2.5 billion data points per second, wow. right? And it's this tiny little thing, and they're 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 there, mate. They are pushing forward in this space. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to amaze us. I, I honestly think that CS in the next couple of years. There's a, lot of people, motor show. there's a lot of people talking about how CES has lost it, right? Because we're just saying the same thing every year, TVs, yeah. whatever. N- numbers are down I a little think, bit this year, I think. I think the car stuff is what's going to get well, CES We should on mention the radar. we're in the North Hall here, which has been taken over by automotive. Like yeah. This year, is uh, there's a record number of automotive, yeah. um, automotive uh, exhibitors. So we've got Mercedes-Benz. I'm waiting for my invite from Mercedes-Benz, by the way, from yeah. uh, their press conference. I don't think they know if they had one. But um, yeah, you've got, I think, Mercedes-Benz, Ma- Mazda, Audi, Mazda, Kia, BMW, Toyota, Ford... Yeah. They're all here. BMW's got, mate, BMW, there has to be at least 10 of the i3, their small electric car yeah. here. Um, th- that thing's only just launching. They're yeah. all here. They're on everybody's stand. Any stand that had anything to do with that car, NVIDIA has one there. Um, you've got Chrysler, General Motors. Mate, they're all here trying to say 
what they're doing with technology to make driving better. The beauty of it too is that technology is being developed and it's, as you said, before there was a boot full of stuff, now it's the size of a MacBook Air. Mm. The technology is now easier to integrate yeah. and cheaper to yeah. integrate. So it's going to—it's not just the top of the line. I love seeing the word it. apps on these stands. You yeah. know, you look at even Mazda's now talking about yeah. how apps Ford, should yeah. develop with uh, with cars. And so Ford yeah. has the app, AppLink, General Motors has it. It's huge. So stand by for a lot more automotive here Absolutely. at CES this year and in the years ahead. All right, Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 142.2. Um, our second here from CES. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow with another little chat from what Stephen finds on the show floor. Uh, I think you're seeing Samsung tomorrow, so I you am, should be yeah, able to Samsung. have a Samsung. I'll check out Sony, but I'll also try to scout the South Hall as well for some interesting gizmos and, and gadgets. And just for the listeners, that's the south end of the hall. Not, there's not a South Sydney Rabbitohs no, Hall here. Not if, uh, if I had any You feel at home in the, the South Hall, Sydney Hall. Yes, yeah. it would be. <laughs> Two Blokes Talking Tech. You can follow Stephen on Twitter, at Stephen Fennick, and myself, Trevor Long at Trevor Long. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll be back again shortly. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.